Your life's not like anyone else's. And chances are you found yourself on adventures you never planned to take. It's all part of this crazy journey we call life. Learning how to embrace the unexpected while working to live your best life is not easy. But you've come to the right place. Because in my world, if it's highly unlikely, it's practically guaranteed to happen. I'm Lavina Perry, and this is the Highly Unlikely Podcast. Welcome back to the Highly Unlikely Podcast. I've had such a, a great day. I just, I got to meet with one of my mentors this morning and we just had the most powerful, amazing conversation and I got a lot of clarity and confidence and energy and all the great things that you like to have in life. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about Overcoming discouragement. I have faced a lot of discouragement over the years that I've been blogging and podcasting and working on building something that I could just really be proud of that would be exactly what I dreamed of that would bring value and help people in their lives. And that has not been a super easy process getting started into a uh, a space and stepping into a space where you can help people. It sounds like it was something that's very cut and dry, but there's a, a lot of struggles along the way and a lot of things that you have to overcome. So as I have gone through periods of time where I felt really discouraged and I've had struggles along the way, I have thought about over the course of time, like, what is it that I do when I'm discouraged to keep moving forward? How do I keep coming back? Where do I find the motivation and the drive and get the information that I need and be, feel inspired to continue to come back, even though there's challenges to overcome and there's struggles that just are inherent in any sort of a business venture that you do, but especially when you're building something uh, from the ground up that's not uh, just a, a cut and dry business. Like I'm not starting a, a business where I'm selling tires, right? I <laughs> I feel like that would be a, a more cut and dry business. I actually have no idea, but in my head, that feels like something that would be more cut and dry, right? You need a building and you need a tire supplier. And you need people that can do the work and everybody's got to wear a uniform. You have to have a computer system to run everything through so you know which tires go with which cars. Like everything in that to me feels like it's a lot more concrete than when you're trying to build something where you are the product yourself. What you are offering, the value that you're bringing, the information, that is the product and and you are the brand for your product and it it gets a, a, there's a lot more gray area within that. And so along with it comes discouragement. And I feel like that is the same when you aren't doing it from a business standpoint, but that you're trying to grow to fulfill your potential and to make this life, this, uh, this dream life that you have in your mind to turn that into a reality, whatever that looks like, because not for, for everybody, it's not business. Uh, for some people, it's that they really want to excel at being a wife and a mother and a caretaker for their families. And that is their life dream. And that's beautiful. And that's wonderful. And I support you in doing that. But again, that 
process, that role that you're playing in everybody else's lives, that has a lot of gray areas. Like how do you build that correctly? How do you be successful at doing that? What does success look like in that role? There might be a lot of discouragement along the way because as a wife and a mother, you're dealing with a lot of other personalities that have different requirements of you. Or you might just want to be a better friend, or you might want to step into a role where you are a mentor for other people to help them achieve their goals. And there can be a lot of discouragement in doing that. It's not an easy thing to step into that space. You know, also, if you are in business, you know, there's a lot of discouragement along the way. There's struggles that you just, it's, it's inherent in the journey. And so I want to talk to you about how do you overcome that discouragement and keep going in the face of challenges and not give up on the dream that you're trying to achieve. So there's a lot of reasons why we face discouragement. Sometimes our challenges come because we lack the knowledge or the expertise to do what it is that we are striving to do. So if you don't have the necessary skills, you're going to struggle to be successful at what you're doing. Sometimes it's time constraints. Sometimes we're just so busy trying to survive that we don't have the energy to be creative. Our creative energy might just be sapped because we just don't have the time to dip into those really creative emotions and let the energy just go to work to create ideas and come up with solutions for things. Um, Along with those time constraints are the demands that we face from our families or from our jobs because a lot of us don't have the the ability or the desire to be a full-time wife and mother or we have a lot of demands placed on us by our employer or by our spouse or just the day-to-day care for our children and our home and those demands can feel really really heavy and they can leave us feeling really discouraged that we don't maybe have time to turn our our side hustle our hobby into a business that we love and if, you, if you're not able to find the time and the space that you need to work on the things that are important to you, that can lead to the lack of fulfillment that you feel in your life. You may not be able to experience the joy that you want to experience. It may end up damaging your mental and emotional health because you feel this huge gap in your life where you haven't been able to do the things that you set out to do. So I want to talk to you today about what you can do to help yourself to overcome discouragement. So the number one thing is, one thing that I have always fallen back on is, do I have the knowledge and information that I need to be successful at doing this thing? So when I wanted to start my YouTube channel, I had no idea (laughs) about starting a YouTube channel, none at all. And so I was I thought, well, I'll just, I'll take this YouTube class and it's going to be super easy and they're going to tell me all the ins and outs and it's going to be great and everybody's going to want to follow my YouTube channel. Um, that, that, didn't, that wasn't it. <laughs> it did not go as planned and I got into this class for YouTubers and literally in less than one week realized that I was 
a minnow swimming in a league of dolphins. I had no foundation to be successful at having a YouTube channel. I didn't know the first thing about editing or filming or audio and my video and I've I hate to even like bring this up because I'm afraid people will go watch it. <laughs> I left all of my videos up on my YouTube channel so you can see exactly how awful it was when I started compared to what I am doing now. Not that I'm great now. I definitely have learned a lot and made a lot of progress, but I am I am no Matt Diavala, okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. I am not a pro. What I am is I've got enough information and know-how to be able to have a YouTube channel that actually gets subscribers. <laughs> so that's where you start. Do you have the information and the knowledge that you need to do the thing that it is that you want to do? And if you don't, if the answer to that question is no, then go find a course. There is literally thousands upon thousands of people that will teach you everything that you want or need to know to be able to do things, whatever it is. I mean, there's literally, I just watched, um, I'm, I'm working on getting ready for a launch and I was watching some sales videos just as case studies for launches that other people have done. There's literally a guy who will teach you strategy to play tennis. Okay. So if you can get an online course that teaches you strategy to play tennis, then for sure you can find a class to teach you whatever it is that you need to know. So go and seek out learning and knowledge. The second recommendation that I would make is to find someone to be a mentor. And mentors, they don't have, when you think of a mentor, this doesn't have to be somebody that you're paying them, you know, $12,000 or $15,000 to do one-on-one -on -one mentoring that this is like their professional life. You know, when I was a young mother, some of my mentors were just mothers that had older children. Um, one of my favorite friends from when I was a new mom, Louise, she was a mom that had four kids and her oldest child was like, oh, maybe eight or nine. And she was such an amazing example to me. And I would ask her all kinds of questions and watch how she mothered her children and cared for her home. And she was such a gift to me because I lived super far away from my family. I lived in Germany and I didn't have any family around. And to call them on the phone cost a lot of money because I had to call overseas. So finding a mom mentor was so valuable to me at that period of my life. And you can find mentors in all shapes and sizes. It can just be somebody that you look up to, that you make good friends with. You can find a mentor that works with groups and you're, you've bought a course from them that you can use them as a mentor and really like use them to help you along your way beyond the course. There's a uh, people that you meet in your community, get to know them better and figure out what it is that they've done and kind of uh, use their path that they use to do this thing that, that you want to do, that they've already done it and figure out what it is that they've done and become friends with them. Ask them questions and get to know them so that they can help you along your way. And then of course, you know, there, there are life coaches and there are 
people that mentoring is their profession and you will have to pay money for it, but that can be extraordinarily valuable if you're trying to do something really specialized that requires uh, you to have some help along the way from somebody who is a professional. So find somebody to be your mentor. Hold you accountable, answer your questions, give you some guidance, and just help you on your journey. The third thing that I recommend is finding a really supportive community. And we live in a great day and age where you have access to online communities. So it doesn't matter where you live. You don't have to find you don't have to find someone that lives close to you or that geographically you have to meet together with this group. You And it doesn't even have to be a video where you guys all get together and see each other. It can be something as simple as a Facebook group where you can post things, other people post things, and then you can support each other through comments or messaging on uh, Facebook. There's a million ways to have a group nowadays. You can even get like a Discord group or a Slack channel. There's so many ways that you can create a a community of people who are working on similar things to you, whether that's personal growth or developing a certain skill set or building your business or uh, support groups for moms, support groups for wives, support groups for people going through divorces or people who have lost their spouses. The possibilities are absolutely endless, but the biggest part to remember here is that you need to find support from a community in whatever form that takes. For me, when I lost my spouse, the best support that I found was in group therapy. I found an organization that did therapy for families and as a group, so like children of this age would meet together, children of this age would meet together, and then they had groups of parents that would meet as groups. And my group that I met with uh, for my grief therapy group became my friends. And I finally, for the first time, didn't feel like I was alone. That community of other people who were dealing with grief and loss was so incredibly valuable to me during that time. So it's really important to find your community for support. And next is, I would always recommend to people that maybe you need to have a mindset shift. Maybe you need to change your perspective on what it is that you're doing or going through or struggling with and maybe see it from a different way. When I first, I took my first philosophy class when I was in college and I learned some incredible things in that class. I mean, I would never want to go into philosophy as a, as a profession, but it was a very eye-opening semester of my life where I learned like the, about the prism that we all see through. Each one of us individually has a prism that are formed by our experiences, by our culture, by our upbringing, by our religion. All of these things come together and they form this prism through which we view the world. Sometimes when we realize that, you know, somebody else's prism may be completely different from yours. So the way that they see it will be very different than the way you see it. And so maybe trying to step into somebody else's prism and understand things from a different perspective, putting a different spin on it, shifting to see it with a different priority. There is great value in 
trying to see things in a different way. For example, when I was wanting to get into public speaking, I didn't want to speak for free. That was kind of my perspective was like, I'm doing my YouTube channels free. My podcast is free. I have all these free things available for people. But to come see me speak in person, I don't really want to do that for free. And my mentor said, well, I think we need to have a mindset shift on it. And she explained a different way of seeing it that I wasn't really speaking for free, whereas I was using speaking as a tool to help people find me, to want to do business with me. Just that little shift in how it was framed made such a difference to me. I was like, oh, I literally never considered it that way. I never considered using a speaking engagement in that way and seeing it from that perspective. And that helped me overcome that discouragement of feeling like, oh, one more thing I have to do for free because it's like so much work, right? You're doing YouTube videos and writing blogs and doing podcasts and TikTok and reels and like all the things that creators do. There's so much energy that goes into that. So when you talk about, oh, now I need to go speak for free as well, like I really just, it was kind of discouraging. Like why would I put the time and energy into it and then not have any sort of any sort of payback for that. Like if I'm providing value to be able to receive something back for that really didn't feel, it didn't feel right until I shifted my perspective to see it from a different way as another way to allow people to want to do business with me and opened up yet another path or another avenue for that to happen. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like the discouragement lifted and I felt much better about it. And I was like, okay, I can, I can totally do this. This is something I can completely do. And I don't have to see it as one more thing I'm doing for free. Right. So, (laughs) so that is what I mean when I say shift it, see it through another lens, see it through a different prism, however you need to do it. Doing that little bit of mindset shifting to see it from a different perspective can be really helpful in lifting the discouragement and helping you kind of catapult yourself past that moment where you're just kind of stuck, right? And then the last thing that I want to take talk to you about is just kind of taking a step back from what you're doing. If you're feeling really discouraged and you keep butting up against like some sort of dissonance and not feeling right about it and you're just not able to move forward and you just can't get past the emotional part of what it is that you're doing, sometimes rather than continuing to push forward into that brick wall, sometimes it's best to maybe take a step back. Take a step back and look at the big picture. You might not be able to make it work right where you are. You might need to shift. Maybe there's a door or a window 10 feet in the other direction that would allow things to work and flow easily rather than trying to break through the brick wall right where you are, metaphorically speaking. So uh, there might be another way to do what it is that you want to do, but you might not be able to see that if you don't take that step back from right where you are. We get so stuck in like the the moment where we are with the emotions and the chaos and the stress and all of the things. And sometimes we just can't see our way around it. But if you're willing to step back from it, just put everything down, let it rest for a minute, and then reevaluate from a bigger picture, from the whole picture. What is it that I'm trying to achieve? Is this the only way to accomplish this? 
Because chances are, there is more than one way to accomplish what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So taking a step back, looking at the bigger picture, and then figuring out, do I need to be doing this a different way? Do I need to be taking a different approach? Is there going to be something maybe more efficient or more in line with my talents and skills that I could use to do this? I think it's really, really therapeutic sometimes to just take a step back and put everything down for a minute. Just don't do any more of what you're doing for a minute until you can reevaluate and decide, is this the right way to go? Is this the best way for me to proceed with this? Is this even really what I want? I've had those conversations with myself. Is this even really what I want anymore? Is this what I want to be doing or do I need to be looking at something different? Because sometimes when you get started with something, you realize that maybe that big dream you had isn't really your big dream anymore. Maybe your big dream has evolved. Maybe you need to do a little bit of a course correction and get on a path that feels better for you or more true to to who you are, to who you've evolved into. And that's okay. You can do that as many times as you want. (laughs) So take a step back, reevaluate, and then decide how you want to proceed. Taking all of these steps, like learning and having a mentor, finding a community, working on your perspective, taking a step back to reevaluate what you're doing, like these are really great strategies to help you stay motivated, to build your confidence, to help you feel empowered, to keep you driven and feeling inspired to continue working on your goals and building the life that you want to intentionally create the life that you dream of. And I know that if if you have the right strategies and you have the right tools available to you, that when you have times of discouragement, these are really going to help you to be able to keep making progress and keep moving forward and not spiral back into old habits or fall out of the great goals that you are are working on or the great habits that you've developed. And sometimes that's all we need. Sometimes we just need to have the right strategies available to us to help keep us in a space of growth, to help keep our energy really high and and to energetically be attracting the things that we want in our lives. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Uh, Please leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. And until next time, take care of yourself, be kind, and live your best life. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Highly Unlikely Podcast, you can find more by following me on Facebook at A Highly Unlikely Life or find me on the web at ahighlyunlikelylife.com. And don't forget to subscribe.